Dr. Helen Hoare, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're looking at social enterprise and care, social care. Can we begin by asking you the lessons to be learned about the delivery of public services through the private sector and what's been happening with the delivery of care for the elderly in some of these homes where there's been controversies and, if you like, mishaps? Yes, that's a very interesting domain to be discussing, particularly in light of the problems at Southern Cross. And I think Southern Cross really has brought to our attention some of the complexities of delivering care to the elderly, given that we have got an increasingly elderly population and more and more are going to need care in outside the home. And do we know then whether or not the third sector is geared up perhaps to take over, to become more representative of the care sector uh, from the private sector in the wake of what's been happening in Southern Cross? There's a sort of chequered history of opting out of public services uh, to the private sector in recent times. Well, historically, the public sector had a large role to play in providing care for the elderly. But over the last 20, 25 years, that model has changed completely and there's been almost a reversal in terms of who is responsible for delivering that care. And the care market, such that it is, is dominated by the private sector. And as we know, the private sector is driven by a different agenda than the public sector and also the third sector. And I think the potential of the third sector to enter into this domain is enormous. However, there are real challenges associated with creating a financially sustainable business model for the third sector in the care home market. If we spool back to the 1980s, when in fact it was Emily Blatch, who was head of Cambridgeshire County Council, who pioneered the opting out of uh, social care to the private sector because there was mishaps in, in the public sector homes too. They were thought not to be up to scratch. So the public sector got governance guidelines. It was told how to care for the elderly. It competed for the contracts. It won those uh, contracts. Where do you think we are now in terms of that timeline if you spool on 30 years so we had public sector good then we had public sector bad private sector good now because of southern cross we've got private sector bad as i say a checkered history yes that's very true and one of the main reasons for opening up the market to the private sector was the belief that the public sector was inefficient there were issues around quality control And yes, there were scandals. And so the belief was that by bringing in the private sector, that would drive up competition and improve the performance of and the delivery of of care to the elderly. What we've seen is that trajectory to uh, develop in a way that we've ultimately reached a point where some of the, the care issues have returned. And so we need to rethink the structure of the delivery of care for the elderly And your observation that the third sector is now being considered as a potential player in this market is is accurate. But the real challenge we're facing is that whilst we have seen the emergence of social enterprise in domiciliary care, there are very few models of uh, social enterprises that have created a financially sustainable business model for care homes for the elderly. And in fact, through searching 
on the internet and through my research, I've actually only found discussion of two possible organisations and even then I haven't been able to get sufficient evidence to really be confident that these are social enterprises and they're pursuing a social enterprise model. So whilst I think the intention is there, we need more evidence and Once we have identified potential business models that social enterprises can use, then I think we are on a new trajectory of bringing in social enterprise into this market. Now everybody's talking about David Cameron's special advisor, Steve Hilton and Blue Sky Thinking. But but if in terms of the private sector running care homes or social care more generally, not being up to scratch despite the checks and inspections, and there are many checks and inspections and standards they, they have to keep up with. If we were to put our blue sky thinking hat on, do you think the social enterprise model of care may be a better model because it builds into itself organisationally something more than profit? I think that's a very accurate observation and one that I com- would completely support. What we need is a, a way of trying to bring in some of the ethical values and the commitment to social purpose that social enterprises are committed to, to the provision of care for the elderly. And it goes beyond the issues concerning um, the value system of those organisations to the governance arrangements as well. Social enterprises, particularly if they adopt a community interest company model, have a commitment to reporting back to the communities that they support. They have to report on the activities that they use to engage different stakeholders in their annual return. So there are potentially greater checks to ensure that the social enterprise, if it adopts a kick model, is operating in the community interest. And that, I think, will go some way towards supporting the view that these are organisations that are pursuing something beyond profit socially responsible so you wouldn't have the situation you have with some private providers where they they sort of sell off the the properties they function on sort of debt and interest only and sort of Mm -hmm. throughput almost of these individuals who are in the the care system it would if you like not just be more socially responsible but kinder and responsive to the clients as well yes yes again and through, through that interaction with different stakeholders there is an opportunity to be more responsive to the needs of stakeholders. The real challenge is finding an income model that will enable social enterprises to be financially sustainable in the care for the elderly marketplace. And part of the challenge concerns how to generate sufficient funds to acquire the asset that you will use as a care home and then how to develop a pricing and fee structure that will enable the uh, the social enterprise to be financially sustainable and offer you know, a full range of services to residents in such a home. And it might be that we have to look at social enterprises in the care home market that operate with multiple income streams. And it would not be unreasonable to think of supporting social enterprises by providing funds to enable them to purchase a home and not to levy the cost of that physical asset purchase onto the fees that are charged for residents. So novel income models that would enable social enterprises to create financially sustainable models need to be, first of all, identified and explored. And I don't, we haven't got the solution as yet. And I think you know research in this area around how it, these models could be 
developed and how they could be financially sustainable is really something that we ought to be investing in now. Yes, because in, in the past, the charitable sector, if you like, hasn't got the price right for its services. It's, it's under-costed what it, what it offers and when it goes out to compete to run uh, public services. Do you think this new opening in the market that's arising because people perceive that, that the private sector hasn't been up to scratch, has had the same failings as the public sector did in the 1980s, that this gap in the market will lead to what you've just talked about, innovation in terms of the business models and new models of social enterprise arising to provide that social care. Yes, and I wouldn't... I I think we need to look at the evidence and Southern Cross has experienced enormous difficulties and is having to find a a set of solutions to resolve the fact that you know they have residents in homes but the but the financial performance of Southern Cross has been such that they're now having to explore different ownership models of those homes so there are challenges there but I'm sure there are equally it's a it's a broad market and there are other providers that are very reputable and it would be a shame if the negative porting of Southern Cross impacted on the public's perceptions of other providers. So I think we need to take a balanced view. But definitely, I think that we are entering a period where different models can be designed and considered and evaluated. And I think, you know, there's likely to be huge interest in uh, the establishment of new care homes on a social enterprise model, building on some of the advantages that we've talked about in terms of governance, ownership, responsiveness, but also... Social enterprises do have the capacity to bring in additional resources through volunteering and the, the, the discussion around how people can get more involved in supporting their local communities is very relevant in this context. And I would imagine that it's much easier for people to rationalise volunteering for a social enterprise than volunteering for a private sector organisation. So just finally, Dr. Helen Hall, we're sitting here at Cambridge Judge Business School. The talk is of blue sky thinking, and as I said, so we put the blue sky thinking hat on your head. In 10 years' time, if we look at the social care sector, how will uh, social care provision be provided? Will it be the private sector? Will it be the public sector? Will it be social enterprise? Or will we have this phrase, the mixed economy? I think we will have a plural economy where we've got different types of providers, but I would hope that social enterprises would have identified financially viable business models and will be much more important players in providing care for the elderly in in residential homes. And I think that the community interest company model is one model that really has huge potential for providing a governance framework for social enterprises in this particular market. But more research still needs to be done. Absolutely. I mean, we are sitting here talking about something where there is practically no evidence. There's a lot of discussion about what it could do. But policy, and particularly when policy brings funds, needs to be based on evidence. And so what we really need is evidence of how these different models could work and money needs to be set aside to to explore how these models could work and then we would need a pilot of a, a small number of care homes for the elderly that have been set up under a social enterprise model so that we could actually gather real evidence as to how this model works in practice. 
Dr. Helen Hall, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today, looking at social enterprise and social care. I've learned so much. Thank you very much.